Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Allipin. I'm the host of The Wedding Dish, and I am the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. Um, Today, we have our little French bulldog, Bud Clouseau, um, facing away from me, ignoring me, because when I brought our guest on, who you will meet in a second, um, she was very excited to meet him, and he just slowly turned around to look at us and then ignored us. So I am very excited to introduce you to today's guest. She is amazing. She is a punaholic, just like me. If you are here, you know how much I love my puns. We are just getting ready right now to dish with the founder and CEO of Bra, Carrie Murray. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Sarah and Bud. Um, <laughs> you, you will be my friend by the end of this, that little dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to hear your wedding story, all of the things. It's I, I know there are going to be some laughs here. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty interesting, it's a very unconventional story, that's for sure. I'll just tease that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's dish. Um, So tell me, how did you meet your husband? Um, I met Sean at a Halloween party. So we had a mutual friend who was having a Halloween party. um, And if you know him now, he hates Halloween parties. Um, (laughs) And he, well, he hates costumes, you know, Um, but uh, he was dressed as a surgeon. So even before it was, you know, an everyday accessory today, he was wearing a mask. <laughs> and, um, and I was dressed as a devil. Um, and I actually found the dress I wore. And I was like, how did I fit in that? That's incredible. But um, yeah, so we met at a Halloween party. But um we had both just broken up with people like I had just gotten out of like a six month relationship. I mean, I, I just we just kind of like had a May, December affair. And I was like, I don't really like you. <laughs> um, but he had just gotten out of, out of a, like a three-year um, relationship and had just been recently broken up. So we were both kind of like sad and kind of like, oh yeah, what do you do? How do you know our friend and, and everything? And so nothing really came from that first meeting. We just met and chatted a lot. Um, but it, I then saw him again um, at that same mutual friend's was now having a New Year's party. And now some time had gone by. He wasn't dressed as a surgeon. You know, he had real clothes on. He, you know, he didn't have this mask that he had on his chin. Um, I was feeling good. And, and that's when we really started talking and really kind of flirting and getting to know each other. Um, and it was then that I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was in graduate school at the time. So I was knee deep in writing my thesis. And he, we were just chit-chatting and I was like, oh, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm an actor. And in LA, you can't throw a rock without hitting an actor. So I was kind of like, oh, are you, you know, in anything I would have seen the worst question all actors want to hear. Um, And he said, no, I'm um, in between gigs. And I thought to myself, so you're unemployed? Um, So in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's unemployed. Well, there's the first strike. Um, don't really like this guy. And then we also started talking more. And as I was looking at him, I was like, he looks 
so young. Um, and I was like, he's got to be much younger than me. This guy is not going to be serious. I was like 25, 20, no, I was 26. And I just remember thinking if he's not even, if he's in college, I'm going to, I'm, I'm just going to walk away. Do not like this guy. You're not doing it. Um, but, um, so we chatted all night, had a great, this is before, you know, smartphones or anything. So I couldn't cyber stalk him. There was no Google um, of people, but he walked me to my car and we exchanged numbers. Um, yeah. And then our first date was probably a few weeks after that, that I picked him up for. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> oh my God. I love it so much. Um, okay. First question. How old was he? <laughs> ah, good question. Oh, so like the next day I called my friend and I was like, okay, give me the skinny on Sean. How old is he? And it was new year's Eve and his birthday's November 15th. And she said, he just turned 25. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> He's at least 25. I was expecting 21, 22. Um, so I was like, okay. And I, my birthday's in February, so I was about to turn 27. So I married a younger man. <laughs> you and I have that in common as well. <laughs> yeah. I thought Philippe was older because he had already graduated from grad school and I was still in grad school. And he, his birthday came up like a month and a half after we started dating and I hadn't asked him how old he was. Mm -hmm. And then when he was like, oh, I'm turning 25, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I met my husband at 25. I was just so relieved. He was at least 25. I was like, please don't, <laughs> you know, but I was still worried about like, he doesn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next question, is he still an actor? Yes. Yes, he is. Okay. Okay. Um, I am always so fascinated because, of course, yes, you can't throw a rock in LA without hitting an actor. But it, it it's always interesting whether or not people stay with it when they start when they're young. Yeah. Well, he started very young. He started at like 14. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And has actually only ever been an actor. So that's also very weird. Like he never waited that's tables. So he never like had the, you know, janitor job or he has only been an actor. It's, it's like, he didn't go to college. He went, he was working. And I always thought I'm going to marry someone who's college educated and, you know, has a love of education. Yep. Nope. He <laughs> didn't go to college. He worked. That when is I met so him, he was interesting. Not yeah. So when I met him, he was in between like his show he had done like he'd done a couple pilots, he'd done some commercials, but he was in between them. But I didn't know this lingo or anything. So I was like, you don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> in between definitely sounds like you don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Okay. So where did you go on your first date? That's my last question of this series. Um, yeah. So the because I was in graduate school, you know, I, so I was, I was getting my master's in education. I taught all day and then I'd go to classes at night and then one every Saturday morning. So first we were going to go out on Friday night, but I said, well, I got to, you know, go to class early in the morning at 9am. Let's go out Saturday. And he's like, okay, I want to take you to sushi, but it's here in the Valley. And I lived in Beverly Hills. So if anybody who doesn't know LA, Beverly Hills to, to the Valley, well, he lived in Sherman Oaks. 
is about a 20 minute drive without traffic. Um, so I was like, okay, I went, picked him up <laughs> and was like, and he actually, I got to his apartment. He was like, well, I'll drive us to the sushi place. And we went to Terra Sushi. Um, I had, he's not a drinker, but when I um, went into his apartment, he, he asked me if I wanted a drink. And I was like, sure, what do you have? And he's like, a gin and tonic. I can make you a gin and tonic. And I was like, okay. So he pulls out these beer steins. I'm not kidding you. Like a 12 ounce beer stein. And he pours a gin and tonic <laughs> and fills the whole glass. <laughs> and I was like, that's like really like a beer stein of gin. <laughs> really big so I was already oh like oh my god so people make cocktails that's okay but in his kitchen he had a framed photo of Dale Cooper who's a character from the show Twin Peaks which I loved which is a 90s crazy show David Lynch it's only had two seasons very obscure and I said to him oh Agent Cooper and that was the moment he was like I'm gonna marry this girl because nobody knew who Twin Peaks was it was very, very obscure reference. But he told me later, he goes, once you said that, I totally relaxed. And I was just like, oh, she's, she's definitely going to be the one. Um, and then I poured out the gin and tonic and I was like, let's just go to sushi. <laughs> had a great sushi dinner. Um, we had some sake there. Again, he doesn't drink at all. He's very allergic to it. And um, but still ordered it to make him, you know, get the nerves down and everything. We had a great dinner went back home. I purposely didn't shave my legs so it wouldn't go too far. Ah! Goodbye. And that was our first date. Oh my God. I give advice, not only stories. My stories come with tips for anyone going on a first date and they don't want it to go too far. You know, I used to do that too. Yes. It's true. It's how you know, like, don't shave. And you know, you're like, I'm keeping my top on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Those pants are staying on too. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to feel my hairy ankles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that so much. Um it's so funny. I did not realize that Twin Peaks was an obscure reference because it was so normal in my house. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it, it's obscure. And it was like, I met him in 2002 and Twin Peaks had ended in like 1995. So it had yeah. been a long time. But yeah, I had watched every episode and he's obsessed with David Lynch. I think if he ever got to work with David Lynch as an actor, he might have a coronary. He would die. Um, but yeah. I've seen now every David and at the time Mulholland Drive had just gotten out and I had already seen the movie so we had something to talk about at dinner um which was easy for him because I had no idea how nervous he was but he was very nervous really yeah I had no idea oh my gosh yeah but you're so easy to talk to yeah I know I'm not threatening (laughs) (laughs) and you're funny you put people (laughs) at ease right away yeah well, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good day. It was a good first date, I can't say. He also ordered appetizers. So that means I thought, oh, you're not in a rush. So I really loved that. He was like, do you want to get an appetizer? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I do. I love that. 
That's a really good point. I've never thought about it, but when someone orders appetizers, it does indicate to you that they're not in a rush, that they're mm-hmm. interested in like sitting there for a while and having a conversation. You know, it's yeah. not like straight it's to not, the meal. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it was nice. It was really nice. That is really nice. That's very nice. I love that. Yeah. That's a funny. After this, I'm going to have to, um, I'll have to connect you with um, my friend Tara and Matt. My friends Tara and Matt do the Scary Movie Project, and ah. they would probably love to have your husband on as a guest. Absolutely. If he's interested in being a podcast guest. Um, Absolutely. Also, our mutual friend, I think mutual friend, Christoph, who is on the Big Deal podcast. Oh, I don't I'm know. kind of a big deal podcast. Um, I don't know that. Oh, he is um he was in he he was in the the reiteration or whatever the reboot of Twin Peaks. Oh, um, I saw so that. He's, <laughs> he's worked with um David Lynch. Oh, yeah, he would de- he would geek out over that. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, that's great. <laughs> yes, I two yeah. fun things for you to talk about later. Would you? Okay. Yeah, please connect me. I love it. David Lynch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you and I are all about connecting people. That's like, mm-hmm. that's our, our sweet spot in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So easy. <laughs> <laughs> and fun and rewarding. Yeah. Truly. It feels good. Yeah. Truly does. So tell us about the proposal. And I'm actually kind of excited to hear this story for probably a different reason. But the funny thing you put in in my pre-recording questionnaire, it just made me laugh so hard with size eight and a half. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So by this point, we had been dating for about two years and we were now living together. Um, And I'd say like, I was, I was like a night where I was just really grumpy and really kind of pissy. And I was like tired and I was probably PMSing or whatever. And for some reason, this was the night he was going to propose. He chose this night to propose, you know, I was like coming out of the bathroom and, you know, and I was getting ready for bed and I turned around and he's got this ring and he's just like, will you marry me? And I was just like, oh, I'm such a bitch. I'm so grumpy. And I was like, yes, I said yes and everything. And um, he gave me the ring and it was so massive. The diamond was lovely, but the ring itself was so massive because he thought your ring size matched your foot size. So he got me an eight and a half size ring and it didn't even fit on my thumb. I was just like, thanks. So because I just got engaged, I taped that guy up. I put so much tape on it. I was like, I'm wearing it to work tomorrow. <laughs> At this point, I was now teaching um, and had it, but it was it's it's fitted now. Um, and actually, this isn't my actual ring. My ring actually got stolen, the one he proposed with. Yeah, oh, it did. No. And so I had to get it replaced. But he got me the same ring, a little bit bigger. <laughs> but um, yeah, Ugh, that was a horrible story. But yeah. And he actually lost his ring about six months into marriage because he was working and he had it on and his character wasn't married. So he took the ring off, put it in his wardrobe, turned wardrobe in, and it just goes to the cleaners. So that ring was gone. So neither of us are wearing our original wedding rings or bands. That makes total sense. Um, (laughs) 
I just wash my hands too much. So I have like a, and also as a photographer, I don't want to ding it up. Mine's an heirloom ring. Um, And Philippe just straight doesn't wear his ring. He didn't like it. So he just stopped wearing it. I'm good. I don't need this. Yeah. I did convince him though that like at our 15 wedding anniversary, that means you get an upgrade. You get a little bigger diamond. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. Okay. That's a thing. <laughs> so you're going to get him a little bigger diamond on your 15th anniversary? <laughs> well, we just had 15. We're about to hit 16 this year. But no, what I got was a um, a right-handed diamond ring, kind of a band, just a, a band with pave diamonds for the right hand, uh, which is very delicate, very pretty. Um, and very, it's just, yeah, very me. I love that. That's so sweet. <laughs> And I don't think diamond is 15 year. 15 year is probably like linen or something like that. <laughs> I convinced him it was diamond. <laughs> it's the the anniversary gifts are so strange. Like wood, paper, yeah. mm-hmm. pewter. I think one pewter, is pewter. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I get gold, silver, platinum, but like linen, <laughs> cotton. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's one of those things that's probably so dated and it has like significance in culture like china is one of them i think or porcelain right which would have been very like high-end and expensive then but now like the rest of us at this point like i put china on my registry because people told me i was supposed to we break that china out maybe once every like three to five years yeah i didn't even get china yeah (laughs) yeah i kind of wish that i had like asked guests to invest differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. We have beautiful stuff, but uh, and it's displayed in our house at least. But yeah. Um, I think it's I would because, have- yeah, you know, it was, there was a time like with a family legacy and it was something you passed down, you know, to yeah. your children or grandchildren. Like cut so, glass. Exactly. You Crystal. Know, uh, like an heirloom ring or something like that. These were things that were very treasured and um, you know, if there was, you had to evacuate really quick, they would be like, grab the China. Um, yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> Which is like the worst We're thing to have to carry through. Like, <laughs> clink, 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 clink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> we did get, we went crate and barrel style and just got, you know, flat white plates, bowls, cups, all the things. But I think it's cause I don't cook. Um, that's why I didn't register for China. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Philippe cooks that. Oh, nice. That's a big difference in this house. I also do not cook. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Not cook. good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I excel at eating, oh. but not cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I don't fit in my Halloween costumes from years ago. <laughs> same. 100% same. <laughs> oh, my God. On that note, we will be right back with Carrie on The Wedding Dish. Stay tuned. And we are back on The Wedding Dish. I am joined by my friend Carrie today. And on the break, we were talking about how um, Eight and a Half, which was her original engagement ring, wedding or uh, ring size, um, is like the size where you could drop a quarter through it. It's so massive. It couldn't fit on my thumb. That's how big it was. And I actually had a moment when I thought I'd wear it on a chain like Carrie did in Sex in the City. 
But then they didn't end up together. So I thought it was bad juju to be like, oh, that didn't work out for Carrie. And I'm Carrie. So I didn't get (laughs) it. That's true. You are also Carrie. (laughs) And spelled the same way. So I didn't want to mess with that. Yeah. Didn't want to mess with that. That's true. But also, like, I break necklaces like it's my job. Like, it's (laughs) – there's no way I wouldn't have, like, snagged that on something. Like, even just, like, taking a sweater off, there's no – like, that ring would be gone. Yeah. And she's in New York, walking the streets. If it fell on the ground, it would be gone. Would absolutely be gone. Yeah. Yeah. You're never finding that. Like, it would have been underneath something that was in, like, between the curb and the street. (laughs) the street grate, getting out of a taxi Ooh. cab, gone. Ooh. Yeah. God, you don't really want to pick it up then either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you're like, great. Now it's really jinxed. Yeah. Now it's like, <laughs> That's not fun. Oh, man. I was in New York this past weekend and it was raining and it just can be, it's always a reminder of how dirty things can be when it rains in New York. Oh, yeah. And the smells that come up as a result oh, of yes. that. You're like, oh, we wet. We got that. Okay. We massaged that puddle. Now it really reeks. <laughs> yeah. True. And then you just look at everyone who's in flip-flops and think, what, oh. what were you thinking when you left yeah. the house this morning? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're like, I don't want to climb the five flights back up to my apartment. So I'm just going with flip flops. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so gross. So you all got married pretty fast. How long were you engaged? Maybe three or four months. We got engaged in August. Well, I kind of put the heat on him in June. I was like, what are we doing? What's going on? Um, and then August, um, we got engaged. We got married November 26th. Um, okay. And, so Thanksgiving break for teachers. Yeah. And for actors, it's a union holiday. And we purposely did that because we knew we were all always have a holiday, um, weekend if we wanted to go anyplace. So that was done purposely. That's so smart. I, not being in the acting world myself, would not have thought about a union holiday as being a thing that even exists. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But having been a teacher myself, which I don't know if you knew that about me. I didn't know that. Oh. We have so many things in common. Yeah, we're just, I keep saying, why haven't we been best friends this whole time? <laughs> I, honestly, I don't have an answer. Yeah. We keep seeing each other. We pop up. We're like, there's my best friend. (laughs) Yeah, I taught high school for a really long time. And that's why I was like, ah, when did they get married? If she got engaged in August, I would have put the squeeze on him in June too, because you want to, you know, either you're waiting to, you have to make that. Another year. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're getting married at spring break uh, or something. Yeah. Or Um, between Christmas and New Year's and that's, That's my not, birthday. That's not oh, happening. Oh, so that month is taken. Well, and his birthday is November 15th, but I was like, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> we can have an anniversary there. Um, so it was <laughs> fine. So yeah, we got married um, on the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. So how was it planning a wedding in four months? Well, um, that's one of the things if I had to do it over, I, uh, which you asked in the questionnaire was, I would have hired a wedding coordinator, planner. Um, But I just kind of, 
I have been in so many weddings that I kind of knew what the gist was, what I needed. Um, and honestly, it wasn't really confirmed until we found a venue because it was so, so soon. Um, and it's a holiday weekend. So we thought, okay, if we can find a venue, then we're, we're set. Um, and then from there, it kind of, also, what was great was the venue had it, you know, it had the catering, it had the, um, linens, it had everything already there. Um, what we didn't anticipate was that it was already going to be decorated for Christmas. So it had the most beautiful lights and a tree. And it was just like, I didn't have to buy lighting. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is gorgeous. Um, so what that made it easier, the fact that we got married at a country club, cause it had everything there, but, you know, coordinating the flowers, um, I, you know, and the marriage certificate and the, you know, all of the kind of DJ and that kind of stuff just kind of fell in place. Um, but it was a time crunch. Um, and you know, in LA, there isn't really a wedding season because we have the weather. So weddings happen yeah. all year round. So I was naive to think, oh, it's not wedding season. Yeah, it didn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. So honestly, the biggest thing we spent the most money on was the photographer um, and the venue. Um, but yeah, and we figured, and I knew I really wanted um, really great photography. Um, it was also at a time when you know, it was 2005. So we were just switching into more digital photography. People had, you know, cameras, not smartphones yet, where we could take the picture and see the photo in the back of the camera. Um, and I remember going to like a wedding expo and the photographer I met was just like, we do everything on film. Film is an art. It will always be preserved. And you will, will there'll always be a space for film and photography really dude <laughs> because that's no longer the case <laughs> um, so all of my pictures are film so that's why I couldn't upload any I have to scan them for you so you can see our photos but yeah planning it in four months was a crunch and mind you we didn't really want to have a wedding we wanted to elope um, and it was our mothers um, that really put the heat on us about having a wedding they wanted a wedding and in hindsight I'm so glad I did I'm really glad we did yeah. That's really awesome that you're glad you did because a lot of times when you make a compromise, you end up thinking like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. No, it, so, was, it was definitely worth it. Tell me why was it worth it? Um, because I did want to like have something ceremonial in front of my friends and family. I wanted, I really wanted something official. I didn't want to like, you know, sneak off and come back. Well, and we would have, we told people we were engaged, but we kept telling them that we were going to go to like, you know, Tahiti and just get married or Fiji or something. And they were like, no. Um, so, um, so, at, you know, it was really, ended up being really nice. Um, and it was just like, we had this big party and a wedding took place, you know? And so it was just, you know, everybody's coming off the holidays and getting ready for, you know, Christmas and New Year's that it was just like this little slice for just us during that time before the hectic holiday season. So I'm glad we did it. I'm so glad to hear that. That makes me very happy. Yeah. I, um, you know, it's again, like most people when they make a compromise or when they do something that they didn't think they initially wanted, they have a regret surrounding it. And I'm so glad to hear that that wasn't your experience. That makes me really happy. Yeah, it was worth it. That's awesome. And I'm also very glad to hear you made a great point and something that I think people forget about often. If you get married in November, there is a solid chance 
stuff's going to be decorated for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was decorated like November 1st. Yeah. Usually (laughs) it's like right after Halloween. Yeah. Um, some, some places maybe before. So if you're getting married around then, you should ask your venue if that's not something that interests you. Right. And but I'm glad you loved the lights and the tree and everything. Yeah, it was pretty. And we just didn't, it just, did, we just made sure the photographer didn't feature it. There's not one picture of a Christmas tree, but you see all these beautiful lights in the background. Um, so it yeah. looks like we brought in lighting, but they did it for us. So it actually was pretty economical that way that we didn't have to pay for any lighting. Yeah. And they often will have, you know, poinsettias or things that are around and that doesn't necessarily feel like totally holiday unless you put it in context with other holiday things. Mm -hmm. Um, So that tends to work out for people as well. Um, I'm glad you raised that point. Those are things that I think a lot of people don't really realize. But if you see that there are holiday advertisements on TV, you can bet that your venue is decorated, decorated. for it. So you should yeah. ask as you plan. Yeah, because they're doing holiday parties, you yeah. know? Um, so they're not, they're like, well, yeah, we can do a wedding, but, you know, the next day we're having, you know, this company's, you know, holiday party. So we have to be decorated accordingly. Yeah, and, you know, at a country club, that's a restaurant too. People yeah. want to come and, and enjoy the um, festive mood. And honestly, they probably eat and drink more if it's decorated for holidays. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that seems like a strategic thing for a restaurant. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great point. And I think one of the things we did, even though we had a very small wedding, hiring a planner was definitely a good call because yeah. I am a horrible planner. I would have been the person who would have shown up and been like, why is there Christmas stuff out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did have like my my mom's friend who's like basically my aunt kind of help day of and like help with the vendors and make sure the flowers and everything so we could get ready. And everything. So I did have that, but I really wish I had a event coordinator who knew the right questions to ask and everything. Um, yeah. Which I was like, oh, how hard can it be? It's really hard when you have four months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what a spit rose was or <laughs> what? Spray rose. Spray rose, not spit. Spray rose. Spit rose. See, I didn't either. I don't know what either of those are. They're like the teeny tiny ones. But I also don't know what flowers are in season in November. No, you're not going to get beautiful tulips. Not that I wanted tulips, but um, like an event coordinator knows those kinds of things. You know, what's fresh, right? And what's in season. Yeah. And that's going to be the less expensive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A bouquet of apples and you just look like the Wicked Witch walking down the aisle. One red. Yes. (laughs) Waiting for Snow White to come in. Come here, darling. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, So, is there anything that other than having a wedding um, planner that you would have changed about the wedding planning process? Um. I definitely uh, don't, <laughs> this is the part of the controversial part, um, see the reason to involve a wedding party. Bridesmaids, maid of honors. I think there's just too many cooks in the kitchen as it is when you're planning a wedding. I don't need the opinion 
of a junior bridesmaid or anything like that. Like we didn't have a wedding party because I was a bridesmaid 12 times. Um, I was a maid of honor four times, twice to the same bride. So let's do the math on that. Um, So I knew from the beginning, I didn't want a wedding party. And my husband was like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. So, um, But having said that, if you do decide to have a wedding party, I have just heard so many stories of them chiming in with their opinion. Well, when I got married, oh, well, you, what I've seen before, you know, and you don't need that stress. Just stick to your guns. And again, an event coordinator would help delineate that and be like, nope, we got it together. But um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I still had people's opinions. My mother, my mother-in-law, my friends, especially their opinion on why can't I, why can't I be a bridesmaid? And it's like, I don't want to be a bridesmaid. <laughs> um, yeah. So you still get their opinion, but you can literally, it doesn't have to be like in your face constantly. Um, it's much easier to take pictures without a wedding party too. That's true. It is, a <laughs> l- it's fewer people to wrangle into posed photos. And if that is not something that you're interested in standing for, then no. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I did not want to have to choose someone else's shoes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why do I have to make a decision on what shoes you all are wearing? And then (laughs) I tried to turn it over to them. They all couldn't agree. And then they all called me complaining about the other ones. And I was like, (laughs) no. I don't care. Go barefoot if you want. (laughs) Right. Put on cowboy boots. I don't care. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't make a difference. And it actually ended up my best friend was in tears about oh. her shoes. Oh my gosh. Well, my best friend was in tears because she had to figure out what she had to wear because she wasn't a bridesmaid and I wasn't telling her what to wear. So she was so upset that she had to go buy a dress. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I'll never forget that. I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, we learn in business, you know, people want to be told what to do. So. Yes, they do. They really do. Um, and then they're quick to have a quick a judgment about that opinion. Well, I don't really want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like these shoes now that you've told me I need to wear these. That you need to wear these. Okay. That you asked me to tell you. Oh, my gosh. Um what were some of your favorite moments from your wedding day? Um, well, the reveal is always fun. You know, like we took photos again, because it was November, it was going to get dark, darker sooner. So our ceremony took place at five, right? When no four and the sun was going to be set around five. So we took our photos prior to, um, and the lighting was really pretty, right? So we're out on the golf course, and the ceremony was outside. It was so windy. Um, so my veil, which is all over the place, uh, which is fun because in the photos, there's like this veil flying up when, you know, when we're saying I do. But as we're walking along this path, you know, towards, you know, we're holding hands and looking back at each other. You know, you're a photographer. You've seen the pose. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a, there's a golf cart coming and it's waiting for us to like get off the path so it can go by. And we were like, oh, sorry. And we get out of the way. And it's Jack Nicholson is driving the golf course. This is LA. And I, he was just like, hey, congratulations. And I was like, Jack Nicholson is at my wedding. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, 
but that was fun. <laughs> that part, the reveal was one of my favorite parts, but then having him almost run us over, that was fun. Um, and I had one of those dresses with all the little buttons down the back, you know, and you have to do each of them. And I had no idea that once I got dressed that I thought you just did the zipper and the buttons just like laid flat, but you actually have to go in and button each individual one. So my dress was completely unbuttoned in all of those photos. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. In all of the photos. <laughs> so I had to go back in. And as we're going back in, the bot, my train of my dress goes through this mud, you know, and <sighs> underneath it's muddy. And the photographer is like, don't worry. I got some club soda. We will clean it. And I was like, it's okay. This is going to make for a good story. Um, so there's a muddy stain on the bottom of my dress. It was underneath. It was fine. Papa. Um, but that was one, you know, and then I go back in and I buttoned my dress before the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Like I was like, I didn't want to have like that four weddings and a funeral moment where she walks down the aisle and the dress is tucked in her underwear. Like oh, I was like, God. I should button my dress. <laughs> That was fun. We also, um, another thing I loved is um, neither one of us liked cake. Uh, so we did not have a wedding cake. We had cheesecake. Um, and we just had three different flavors. We did not do the traditional late cake cutting and then feed it to each other because eh, that's not my jam. Um, I don't like anything traditional. So we just <laughs> had cheesecake <laughs> as our wedding cake. Um, and uh, what else did I, I really loved the music. Fell on my ass a couple times dancing because I was wearing shoes that were way too high. But I had to have these shoes. And you know how they always say, try the shoes on many times before the big day. I think I did that twice. Um, totally regretted it. <laughs> Those shoes are awful. Horrible shoes. It's such a bad choice. But yeah, so I fell. I mean, it might have been the vodka top, you know, shots we were doing too, but. Um, <laughs> no and gin and tonic in a. Yeah, no gin and tonic. <laughs> I don't even like gin. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's hysterical. I love it so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, that's about all we have time for today, unless no you have problem. any specific, exciting um, story you want to tell or any any advice you would like to impart on our listeners. Um, I think uh, overall, um, we also had a small, we, we kind of agreed to have uh, only invite people we both had met. So then the budget stayed friendly and... Um, we made, we'd had a couple of exceptions, grandparents, you know. Um, but I would say my best advice is make it about you. Um, and if you don't want to invite your third cousin from that you haven't seen since high school, then don't invite them. It's okay. Yeah. That's what I would yeah. advise. Keep your guest list to who you want it to be. Yeah. Think of it as a party. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good a really good piece of advice. Um, whether that be three hundred people that you really want to be there, or whether that be seventeen or you know seventy five, exactly. um, making it so that it's the people that you want to be surrounded by on that day. Yeah, that's what I would advise. Very, very smart. Very smart. You're you're a pretty crafty lady. That's right. <laughs> 
Not just a hat rack up here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I haven't heard that in so long. That's what my grandmother used to say. (laughs) You're like my soul sister. (laughs) I say all... All of my references are like, make me sound like I'm the oldest millennial <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Aww. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me. You also have a podcast. I Can do. You tell us a little bit about yeah, your podcast. It's called Get Carried Away. Um, and I get carried away with female entrepreneurs, thought leaders, game changers, disruptors. And we talk about, you know, how we're changing the status quo for. Uh, entrepreneurship with women in business. So please, iTunes, all the places. I love it. And you have your photo for that also is so good, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. Bernadette did a great job. Oh, that was actually Bernadette Kathy Shue. T- yeah. Kathy oh. Shue did that photo. Yeah. Bernadette shot the video. Um, but um, I worked with Bernadette in New York. But yeah. Um, but yeah, she's a fantastic photographer. They both are. They're both in the Bra Network. And I love working with them. Well, and tell us a little bit about Bra. Oh, yeah. So Bra is a network for female entrepreneurs looking to get lifted and supported. Um, (laughs) We always, uh, you know, collaborate before we compete. We look to level up uh, other female-owned businesses by hiring each other first. Um, It's a membership platform. We have members all over the country. I can officially call myself global because I have two members in Norway. Um, Oh! Yeah. So we have virtual networking events, in-person events. Yeah, so you can check it out at broad-network.com and on the Instagram to where all the places. And it's if you like puns, it's very you funny. will you will love their Instagram feed. Yeah. Oh, um, thank you. It will just bring you so much joy, especially if you like boob jokes too. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a lot there's a lot going on there. Yeah. I mean, the name of my newsletter is called The Underwire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just all fits. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, we got measured for it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But thank you. (laughs) I love it. I love it. A woman after my own pun heart. That's right. We got to stick together. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You know, in that bra. I love it. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for being here with me today. This was just a hoot. So much fun. Um, I don't know how we haven't met in person yet. I know. I'm I'm gonna blame the pandemic, but it feels like it should have been happening way before that, too. So 100%. I mean, at some point I will be out there again. Um yeah. and <laughs> probably I was sooner thinking, rather than you know, later. so much for having me. It's it's I've never been asked about my wedding on a podcast. So this was fun to talk about. Oh, yay. Yeah. I And now I feel like I know Sean. So it'll be super awkward when I meet him and come in with big Sarah energy. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like hey, so I heard you don't really drink. <laughs> I heard about the first date. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to make me a giant mug? <laughs> Gin and tonic? I'm telling you, it was 12 ounces. It was so massive. It's like, what is he making me? Am I getting refeed right now? There is not enough sushi in the world to soak up that alcohol. (laughs) So gross. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you to everyone for tuning into The Wedding Dish. 
Um, it has, it's just been such a delightful episode, Carrie, and, um, make sure you go follow her over on Instagram. We'll link to it on their show notes and, um, in our episode description. And while you're there, you can find the wedding dish at the wedding dish podcast or visit our website, theweddingdishpodcast.com. Um, you'll have show notes, which will have details from Carrie's wedding day, um, pictures, graphics, um, and transcripts from today's episode. And then you can apply to be a guest. Um, all the good things are on the website. So, and don't forget to tune in next week. I will have another amazing guest, probably a snorosaurus, um, behind me over here, who I'm pretty sure you could hear snoring loudly in the second half of this episode. Um, Puzo <laughs> the Frenchie, who is the loudest dog on the planet. Oh my God. I'll have to show you what he's doing. He's. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he's it's like a, a, a twice so... baked potato. Yeah. He's so cute. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And follow, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. And until we see you again, have a great rest of the day. Cheers.